0: Hello everybody, my name is Matt Munson. I'm pleased to present our sixth podcast in the series here at Troll. Today I'm joined by Alex Montanarello, who's one of our application engineers. Alex is here today, uh, Alex, say hi everybody. Hi, hi. how's it going? They can't answer you, Alex, but that's, that's very courteous of you. Um, today we're gonna give a brief rundown of our Neoptics product line, uh, one of the product lines which Alex and his, his team handle here. Um, Kind of the backstory for this podcast, we we have customers who come in. They're asking for information. How do I specify out? How do I determine the right application? You know, specific to the Neoptics line, the fiber optics uh, product line. Um, so, Alex, how does someone start out? You know, if they're looking for a fiber optic solution,
1: what's the starting point and how we get them to the right quotation? For me, the main part for starting out is just dividing what the uh, application the Neoptics products can be used for. So generally this will break down into two categories. The first is probably for uh, our R&D side, our research and development. So any like medical industrial fields, we have specific products for that. And then the second side is just for like our transformer monitoring side. So. Typical fiber optic temperature readings, uh, transformer monitoring systems. We have a special line that we would recommend for that as well. Okay. I'm going to flip a coin. Let's
0: go, let's talk about R&B first. So if somebody's looking for an application
1: there, what information do we need to work through with them to to get to the right solution? The first thing we would want to get is just kind of like a background of what the application is. So some examples that I've crossed in the past is, we needed a Neopix monitor so that we can do MRIs and have the probes used for, like, catheter and uh, take, like, internal temperatures of, like, animals, like, especially like cadavers or just, like, brain signal readings as well. Another one is that we had an industrial steel plant where we had uh, customers that wanted to take in some temperatures of, like, motors and areas where it's very... uh very high temperature but and also just get more of an accurate reading as opposed to using like a gauge so getting just an idea of where to start out is key for us and crucial and then from there we can kind of dissect it a little bit more so out of those uh, scenarios the main common we would see for uh, the R&D side is probably uh, some sort of medical device and the main, one of the main monitors we have is our uh, reflex monitor. So it comes from one to uh, four uh, channels that you can use. And this, uh, it's a very uh, small device. I would say it's about 140 millimeters in width and maybe about 64 millimeters in height.
0: You carrying a rule in your pocket? How'd you figure that out so quickly? Um,
1: just that natural, you never know. You always gotta be ready for measurements. <laughs> So, that's probably the main monitor we've seen used for a lot of medical situations.
0: And what does that, that particular monitor, what information does that give them? You know, remote readouts, what's the big takeaway?
1: You can get an accurate temperature reading for basically areas that are hard to reach, such as MRIs, such as like getting internal body temperatures, it's extremely accurate.
0: So the reflex is gonna give them access to that remotely uh, acquired information. So that pulls that back to the central location, right? Correct, yeah, with
1: all the fiber optic probes like using for that. So yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Alex, what else is unique to the the R&D side or or different from what they may experience on the transformer side?
1: Good question, Matt. So probably the most unique thing would be just the probes that we use for the R&D side. They're more set for those um, those environments, like in medical labs, like research facilities. We have many different probes, like for like different environments, different diameters. So they're more, I would say, kind of custom okay. that we can fit to. Whereas, like the TND side. We can vary those probes slightly, but for the most part, those uh, that's all going in a transformer. And all of the direct winding measurements we do with transformers, it's pretty similar. It doesn't vary that much as to like R&D, where you can get a bunch of different situations where like any optics reflex monitor is needed. So, so given the,
0: I guess the number of options available out there, it really I guess it's important for us to work with the customer, understand everything they're trying to do, the number of points they're trying to monitor, what they need to take away, things like that, and then we can customize a solution based around that.
1: Especially for R and D, exactly, just because it's so different. There's so many. There's so many like applications and environments I've seen come across. So that definitely will give us more room to kind of like see like all right. You have, uh, you have this situation where you're trying to get like internal core temperatures. We have this device that we believe will suit your need for that. So, whereas uh, transformer side, again, it's extremely, it's pretty much very uh, redundant, the same idea. You've got to measure windings and they're internal inside a transformer based on like not saying like size of transformers or anything like that, but in theory it's all it all boils down to like the same concept. You're trying to get an internal winding temperature. Sure. So I guess to
0: back that up a little bit then switching over to the transformer side, what's the key information that we need from that customer up front to help specify a product for them?
1: For that, I would say uh, I would want to know like what specific parts of the windings are you are you gonna measure with? the the TND side so like basically if you have like uh, tertiary voltage, high voltage windings and low voltage windings those are pretty uh, common among uh, Neoptics users for the TND side another question I would ask and probably the main question is how many channels are you looking for and the reason why is for our 408 monitors which is probably the most known monitor we use for t we can do anywhere from four channels to 16 channels. So the main range I've seen most uh, utilities and OEMs fall under is between uh, the six to 12 range. Okay. And uh, I've seen, again, I've seen customers only ask for four and I've seen customers go all the way up to 16, but generally six to 12. Fiber optic channels is usually right then. So whatever the
0: preference is then, we can we can customize the solution there, customize or build it out for whatever that they need
1: then. Exactly, yeah. Okay.
0: Alex, we t- when we were talking on the R&D side, you mentioned how the fiber optic, the probes themselves are a little bit different. They're more customized for that application. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the transformer side, what's unique
1: about the probes there? Most The first thing you would notice is just the, uh, the Teflon wraps and the options we can do for those. And the main reason is that all these fiber optic probes are internal in the transformer and inside, uh, inside hot oil. So we want to make sure, A, that they can suit these high temperatures, which our probes are rated up to 250 degrees Celsius. So for transformers, we all know that that's perfectly acceptable and B also just like the force of the windings itself so you generally we even want to make sure that when the like the transformer is being installed and you install these fiber optic windings we want to make sure like the probe doesn't get crushed or nothing gets like damaged So, because it's it no good for it. anybody absolutely
0: so either way, you know, on either side of the, the point there being that the accuracy is key for the customers. And we're, we want to make sure that the solution we're offering them lines up with their specific need.
1: Exactly. You said it perfectly.
0: Thank you. Um, any other tips and tricks that you want to share with the customers out there or any other questions that you get frequently from those guys that uh, are important
1: when we're specifying these out? Sure. Um, Probably another cool unique uh, device that we have that can be used for both uh, R and tnd is our nomad touch it's a little portable fiber optic uh, temperature reader that you can literally just plug one of your fiber optic probes into the sd connector and it shows up with uh, that reading and the cool thing is you can actually save a bunch of those readings on and like upload it to an excel spreadsheet so i always like. To recommend that for both situations. Um, it's good to have on like a transformer site, you know, just in case if you're unsure about one of the readings, you can test it with the, the Nomad Touch. And another thing for R&D is maybe you don't want the, the reflex monitor. Maybe it's you just want to read something and something even more portable and easy to carry around. The Nomad Touch is perfect for that. One channel, extremely clear visual, very easy to use, so We've had, like, issues before where customers were kind of confused, like, what do I, like, do with this? The Nomad Touch is very visible, very, uh, very simple, not a lot of, like, steps or any, like, pages you would have to navigate through. So very straightforward. The idea of being very customer-friendly in that regard, that they can just kind of go out there, plug it in. So it can be used
0: either for, for a verification of temperature, just quickly go out, plug it in. Or something like you could use it for some
1: trending data as well to allow you to look over yeah uh, you can time span do, exactly you can do a bit of both so a lot of like I've seen customers just use it like oh they're unsure we need to test uh we need to test a couple channels and then also customers will use it just to take notes save a bunch of temperature results like and then we'll say like you know real time data like on this day this time the uh, this temperature read. 29 degrees Celsius, just giving an example. Yeah. So that's a good little uh, gadget I like to always like let the customers know. Probably going back to what you said about questions. Um, the main question and concern that I've seen is that um, they have a fiber optic temperature probe and it's not reading properly. And a lot of times we see customers bend the fibers to an extreme, which from the uh, from the outside, from the naked eye, the fiber optic probe would look fine. But in reality, they're probably damaging the fibers internally. And since it's you won't be able to see it, it's kind of hard to like determine. So I've had customers say, like, oh, I bent it a I bent it around a really small radius around my finger, and something's not working. And I would say, Well, you broke the internal part of the probe, which means you can't transmit any uh and like temperature readings. So the probe no longer being effective. Exactly, and a good way to actually do that, which is a kind of cool trick, is if you have a laser light, you can hook up, if you can like hook up to the SD connector and shine that light through. If the probe is working properly, and is functioning properly, you should be able to see the laser light at the very tip of the probe. Through the full, the full, uh, correct. It will be, it will be faint, like depending on like how long the probe is and how intense the frequency is of the light. But if the probe works, you should see that little laser light at the end. If it's broken anywhere, and the light will re- refract inside of the probe, and you will see it like underneath the uh, like the Teflon wrap, and you can see where it actually broke. It's good tip. I appreciate that. It's
0: helpful. Um, I know we get questions about installation.
1: Mm-hmm. Any installation tips that that can help customers? Make sure the tip of the fiber. App- probe is clean like no dust like very clean a lot of our fiber optic probes we actually have like a little like it's almost like one of those like little like alcoholic wipes like a little kit little like rag to clean off before installation we definitely like it's mandatory that they're spotless because these are very sensitive probes so any like little bit like that's just blocking that light Uh that will also cause like misreadings not accurate temperatures. So definitely, that's probably, I would say that's up there. Well, Alex, I wanna thank you for your time today. These
0: are good tips and tricks. Um, So final question, if somebody needs some help
1: in specifying out these things, how can they reach you and and your team? You can definitely reach us uh, by shooting us an email. Our email address is info at qualitualcorp.com. Or you can call and get either myself or one of my colleagues in the application engineering department. And that number is 585-643-3717.
0: Thanks, Alex. And for anybody else, if you need more information on these products, check out our website, www.qualatrolcorp.com. Lucky number seven coming up next on the podcast. So if you guys have any recommendations on what you want to hear about, uh, just reply back to this email and let us know. So thanks again, everybody, for listening, and have a great day.